You're listening to VO Stories, Episode 66. Tell me I'm clever. Tell me I'm kind. Tell me I'm talented. Tell me I'm cute. Tell me I'm sensitive, graceful, and wise. Tell me I'm perfect. But tell me the truth. Shel Silverstein. I love Shel Silverstein. I always have. When I was a kid, where the sidewalk ends, the giving tree. But I especially love those words. Today we're talking about finding the truth in your copy and in your life. How do you find it? What can you do to tap into that truth easily and effortlessly? Stay tuned to find out. Hi, I'm Tina Zaremba, voiceover talent, mentor, and good old-fashioned storyteller. I believe we all have a story to tell, and we can all learn from one another. I created this podcast for you the VO artist who's ready to embrace all that your VO journey has to offer. You'll be inspired, informed, and transformed as you learn from industry experts, VO talents, and my insights from 15 years in the industry, having voiced national commercials to promos and everything in between. Success in voiceovers is more than just a snazzy voice, and this podcast will help show you the way. Thanks for listening. Happy Thursday, VO peeps. How you be? Question. Have you ever been in an audition where you had so much direction listed in the copy, it was hard to distill where to go with the read, or had so much noise in your own head, it was challenging to hear your inner voice? Well, I believe it's in finding the truth that the noise, be it externally on the page or internally in our heads, will be dampened. So how do we go about this? Before I dive into some ideas I have that will lead you to the truth, I want to share what Ramon Diacampo, actor and audiobook narrator, has to say on this topic. That is our actual job as actors. So, you know, the how will be different every time you you pick up this thing that you're interpreting, you know. Acting is the only thing I, I can think of off the top of my head where, well, I guess writing or there are certain arts, but you are both the music and the instrument and you have to deal and you're the player you know the 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 only thing you're not usually is is the script but you have to figure out how to both play this instrument and be this instrument and in that your your discovery is your the level that you can delve into it is your actual job so I don't think that there's like a pat answer to how do you find the truth, but I think that that is our goal as actors. I feel like somebody once told me, a really great director from New York had told me that she always found it fascinating that people liked to equate actors with liars. Oftentimes they would say like, oh yeah, well, that guy's a great actor, so of course he could be lying to you. But she said what she always thought were actors that she knew who were good actors were the absolute worst liars. Their job is to tell the truth. So she couldn't actually, she could see when the actor was lying to her because they only tell the truth. And I feel like that's your job as an actor is to get out of your way and get out of the script's way and find a level of honesty that that breaks you. That is our actual job as actors, voiceover actors too, to find the truth. I resonated with a lot of what Ramon says Obviously, I'm playing it for you. But when he says, get out of your way, that's actually my first suggestion to finding the truth. Get out of your way. Get out of the way as to how you think it should sound, should be like. 
Get out of your head and discover. Yeah, I know. Easier said than done. See, I believe it's the life we live outside of the booth that will help us to uncover the truth. So here's my second idea to finding the truth. Start to observe your day-to-day activities. Get curious as to why you're responding a certain way. Be curious about the mundane to the -the out-of-the-ordinary experiences. Feel where these observations, reactions, and responses you're having in your day-to-day life reside in your body. Obviously, you want to be present in your life, but I know it's possible to become an observer, too. That sounds totally contradictory, I know. But maybe for now, just start to notice strong reactions. Listen to video game voiceover actor Jen Hale when she was asked about finding the truth in the work. Well, I can't tell you how. I mean, there's the imagination, you know, the enormous power of the imagination. And I, you know, I play outside. So I'm always, you know, bumping into stuff and getting hurt. And I remember I was, I was rock climbing and I was, it was this very easy climb. It shouldn't have been, there shouldn't have been what happened. And I was going to clip, I was lead climbing. And when you lead climb, you will fall as far as from wherever you are to your lowest clip plus, plus the rope that's out. So maybe you, your, neck, your lowest clip is 10 feet below you and you're about to clip in. It's going to be a 20 foot fall, you yeah. know, because yeah, I can't explain it, but it's, you know, you're going to fall. It's going to suck. Yeah. If, and it happens sometimes, but I was going to clip in and my foot slipped right as I was reaching up for the clip. And for some weird reason, I pushed off the wall and I started to go upside down, which is oh, a very bad idea, very bad idea. And I screamed in this particular way. And at the same time, simultaneously, m- another piece of my brain went, oh, I got to remember that. I broke my foot and I was in enormous pain. It took me 11 days to really admit that it was broken. I walked around on it like, whatever, it'll be fine. No. And, but the moment that I broke my foot, I'm, I'm like going, ah, and I'm trying not to swear because my, at the time, four-year-old son was right there. And I thought to myself, that's interesting. It's a mid-tone sound. And I'm like, it really hurts. I'm like, why is it not? Oh, because there's no fear. I'm not being attacked. That's interesting. Ah, my foot. You know, why am I thinking about this? It just, it just becomes part of your reality. You collect these things, this data. You know, it's funny because even though Jen said at the beginning, I can't tell you how, It was her words that led me to my second idea to finding the truth. Be an observer in your life, especially when you have strong responses. I loved how Jen noticed the pain she was experiencing and was acutely aware as to how she was sounding when she yelled out in pain. (laughs) Collect data throughout your days. Love that. That's going to be a tweet. Collect data throughout your days. So if our goal as voiceover actors is to find the truth, and if we can start to do this by getting out of the way, as well as by observing our reactions, responses throughout our day-to-day life, how do we do that? It sounds simple, but anyone who's been in an intense voiceover session might beg to differ. Here's my third idea to finding the truth. This actually should be the first, but why go in chronological order, right? So my third idea to finding the truth, set the intention that you will find a way that is right for you to finding your truth for the work and your life. I know that I've shared before that I do guided self-hypnosis just about every day. My self-hypnosis has been focused on 
feeling into that I'm enough, to being fully present in my life, to feeling into a sense of calm confidence. For me, self-hypnosis has given me permission to open up, feel lighter, and release the fear of being judged. It was the restriction, the tension, and truthfully, the fear of judgment that kept me from my truth. Listen to the chameleon voiceover talent. I actually have a total girl crush on this lady's voice and spirit, Miss Lila Burzens. I think my moment of truth in both my voiceover career and my life was when I finally learned to let go of outcome. I started living in the moment, you know, not obsessing over the past or worrying about the future and having as much fun as possible with my auditions and work. So when I'm in the booth, I call it playing in the sound box. And that's really what being in the booth is. You have permission to play and uh, you get to totally dive into your imagination. And ironically, once I did that, I started booking so much more work. I created an attitude of abundance. And I'm a true advocate of the fact that if you align yourself with what you want and you create the right headspace, I think you become a magnet for that which you desire. On that note, taking care of my mental health was a huge component in advancing my career. Uh, Meditation and mindfulness helped me to have less of a monkey mind and looping thoughts and feel more comfortable in my work and more confident. My goal was to create a positive headspace and enjoy my work, to have fun. I have now been meditating for over 500 days, and it has completely changed my relationship with stress. And, you know, when you meditate, it creates new neural pathways. So I'm a big uh, advocate for meditation. And lastly, trusting in my own abilities, believing in myself, uh, developing that self-confidence when I struggled with anxiety and self-doubt for so many years. I had to kind of learn to fake it till I made it. But once I was able to kind of be comfortable in my own skin and love myself and realize that what I bring to the table, my own personality, my nuances, that's what will book. Not trying to emulate someone else. There's a bracelet on my arm. It says, you are enough. Be you. You know, no one else needs to validate me. I validate me. I actually heard that in a play once and I started bawling because I realized that Every moment of my life was about, oh, I need this validation, I need this validation. But really, it can come from within. It takes a lot of discovery to get there. I think as an actor, we're always seeking validation. Um, it's never going to change. But at least our relationship with ourself can. Playing in the sound box. I love that. And I love Lila's thoughts on taking care of her mental health, creating a positive headspace. While I don't do meditation, as I mentioned, I do practice guided self-hypnosis, which in some ways is similar to guided meditation, especially when it comes to creating new neural pathways. So to recap, my suggestions to finding the truth in our work as well as in our life. Get out of the way. Two, observe your reactions and responses in your day-to-day life, especially when they're strong responses. And three, Set the intention that you are uncovering the truth for life as well as work. I'd love to hear if you tried any of these suggestions out and how they worked for you. Share your discoveries with me on Instagram and be sure to put hashtag finding the truth. We can all learn from one another. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in. Until next week, here's to owning our voices.